Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp, Chief Content Officer at Buildings.com, back for another episode of our podcast. And today, I'm joined by David Antar, President of IP Video Corporation. David, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Chris. Actually, looking forward to it. And so the, the reason we ran across each other is your company was out, was out at ISC West, the, uh, the conference, and you just you won a bunch of awards for um, your Halo Smart Sensor product. And so, so talk about that product. What problem is it solving in the industry um, that, that, that we want to share with our audience here? We're really excited about Halo. It uh, is really a unique product that uh, doesn't it really exist in the marketplace right now. We're actually the, the first product to actually come out with a multi-sensor that was originally developed for doing vape detection, uh, which are e-cigarettes, which has reached epidemic levels in schools and in buildings where people, instead of smoking now, are using e-cigarettes. And typical smoke detectors don't pick up vape because it vaporizes into the air. So our engineers originally were developing this as a solution for that, but it turned into be so much more than a vape detector. So uh, Halo has right now uh, 11 different sensors that do everything from vape detection to be able to differentiate vape with THC, which is when they're using drugs, uh, they, they put THC oil into a vape pen and they're able to vape that, um, to advanced smoke detection, which is critical to building owners because this will actually trigger an event or an alarm prior to a smoke detector going off. On top of that, it has uh, other sensors for carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, methane, propane, natural gas detection, chemical detection, like alcohol, ammonia, uh, as well as temperature, humidity, light levels, air pressure. And we got a little carried away, so we decided to add a few more sensors to it since that wasn't enough. We added an accelerometer, which means if somebody hits or, or tries to move the uh, sensor, it will actually trigger an alarm. And then we did a whole suite of audio analytics into it, which means that it can analyze different sounds like glass break, gunshot, aggression detection. If somebody started to uh, have a fight or somebody was uh, starting to make a lot of noise, it would trigger that as an alarm. Um, <clears throat> and then it also will, over time, learn spoken words or keyword detection. So you can, as an example, say, help 911, and this could trigger as a panic alarm in, into the area. So when you talk about vape detection, so th is this mostly used in schools then? So the original design was for the educational market and for areas of privacy, bathrooms, locker rooms, places where there'd be an expectation of privacy that a camera won't go. But because of all the sensors that we put into this, it really has changed the product into now going into every room of every building in the world. So in school environment, we go into uh, classrooms, uh, stairways, hallways, uh, principal's offices, as well as the areas of privacy, the bathrooms and locker rooms. In the commercial markets, in healthcare as an example, we can go into every patient room. Because of our air pressure sensor, we can go into an operating room, which needs to maintain positive air pressure. Into the hospitality area, uh, we can actually determine smoke, advanced smoke detection, and the vape detection, because they don't want people vaping or smoking in the hotel rooms. Uh, in addition, uh, to that keyword detection. So in a lot of hotels are required to have panic alarm systems for their uh, cleaning services. This can actually use a spoken word as that detection for an event. 
so somebody can again use that word like help 911 as the keyword trigger for it. So it really goes into almost every vertical market, commercial buildings, obviously, uh, municipalities. It, it, it really is unlimited into the markets that this can go into. So I, I grew up in so many things to cover here, but so I, I grew up in Germany, Europe, you know, obviously uh, lots of smoking happening, probably in the U.S., the same thing back in, in those days. And I can I understand why people don't want people to be smoking around them, right? The smell and now your clothes smell like that. But how about the the e-cigarettes? Like why do why do companies care that people don't do that? What's the danger? I, I guess in school, let's start with school. In school, we don't want students to do that because they're too young, I guess. Is that the reason? Sure. There's uh, nicotine in, in the cigarettes and it's an addiction. And now we have kids as early as in fifth grade uh, vaping. Um, so it's really reached critical levels. Um, it's still, you know, a personal, um, you know, personal space where people don't want people blowing um, vapor in people's faces. So it's no different than the original, you know, we don't want people smoking and blowing third party, you know, smoke into people's faces. It's no different uh, with uh, vaping. Uh, and there are restrictions in uh, many uh, buildings that they don't want vaping in those buildings. Uh, I was just at a, a ball game uh, yesterday at, uh, at City Field, and they made an announcement that vaping is not allowed on their premises. So uh, it's becoming, you know, to be restricted in areas no different than smoking, that they want to have designated areas for vaping, just like they have designated areas for, vape, for uh, smoking. And that's because you're still blowing out the smoke. That's, that's correct. So and also, the interesting thing is people can be vaping with different chemicals in there. They have all different flavored vapes and, uh, and all different chemicals that can be in there, including ones that are uh, illegal, like THC, uh, you know, where they can be vaping with uh, things that, that could be illegal or harmful to others. Very interesting. So let's talk about, um, you, you mentioned hospitality. So if you have the sensor in a room, are there privacy concerns or how, how does that work? That's the great thing about this. You, you couldn't put a microphone in uh, an area of privacy uh, because of wiretap laws. This doesn't do that. In essence, it's analyzing the audio, uh, similar to maybe an Alexa or Siri, where it can actually analyze the words that are spoken or the sounds that it hears and identifies the patterns of them or the signatures of them, and then can alert you that a certain event happened. So that glass break or, you know, bullying where all of a sudden there was a loud rise in the noise levels. Uh, so it can give you alerts to that. Um, so it doesn't really compromise or, or cause any issues with any privacy um, or, or, you know, feeling of invasion of privacy by having this technology in there because it's not recording anything. It's not playing it back to anybody else. So you don't have anybody sitting at headquarters in New York City analyzing what people talked about in the hotel room. Absolutely not. Unlike, uh, you know, Alexa, who does uh, apparently do that. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, you know, what we end up doing is really we just do the analysis of it and tell the people what um, the, the event was and just announce it as an event. So as an example, if it was set up uh, for glass break detection and somebody broke a window to try and break into a building, it would send that off as an alarm that glass break was just heard. So if you have, so there's how many sensors are there to even do this? Because the sensors to get the vaping, to smoke, to gunshot, glass breaking, that's very, they're very different um, events, right? 
they are, and that's what the unique thing of this product is, partly on the software side of it, this also has a computer inside it. So it's a smart device. It's really just uh, about uh, five and a half inches in diameter. It looks like a smoke detector when it's installed in a ceiling. The other unique thing, by the way, before I get into that part of it, is that this is powered by the network switch. It's a PoE device. So very, very simple installation. You drill a, a five-inch hole. Um, you pop this into a drop ceiling or into a, a ceiling, plug a network cable into it, and it has little wings that come out to lock it into the ceiling. So it literally takes minutes to install. Um, and then it's able to use the multiple sensors that it has on there, but it can work to use two or three sensors to give you a single reading on what you're looking for. So as an example, when we determine vape with THC, we're using multiple sensors and the readings on those, but you only see it as one alarm and rising gauge if you want. So we're able to combine sensors to determine what the signature of different things look like and alert you to those things that are important to you as a building owner or a facility manager. So in uh, very interesting. So when you, let's talk about in schools um, and, and other commercial buildings, I suppose too, when it comes to active shooter scenarios. So unfortunately, of course, today, uh, you know, we have schools practicing um, those kind of things. We actually had a we had the sheriff's office come into the building's headquarters and they did a drill with us. We did a virtual reality video on it. It's super, it's very eye-opening when they come in and they actually, um, you know, they're not shooting at you, but they have the pellets or whatever to, yep. to practice. Uh, and it's just unbelievable. Um, and the time you have to get out or, or, or barricade yourself or, or fight back, it's just so small. Um, with, with the sensor, so let's say it, it, it detects the gunshot. I mean, how much time can the potential victim gain back to, well, it, to get out or, you know? It's a great uh, point you bring up, Chris. And uh, we actually have a division um, that actually specializes in active shooter training. Um, so as, as IP Video, we have a division that does active shooter training for uh, customers and, and, and people that we work with. So our motto is that time equals life. The quicker that you can respond and have accurate information to a situation, the more lives can be saved. And we're very big proponents of using all the best practices to accomplish that. And Halo is a critical, almost the kingpin of that because of that active shooter uh, ability to determine gunshot uh, or that loud aggression or noise and be able to pinpoint the location of the incident. So as an example, if we had a building that had 20 of these in a the building, uh, we could actually locate the um, event and, and triangulate on it very quickly to be able to determine where the event originated from. Um, we also can um, have audio alerts coming from this. This actually has a speaker on it. So it actually has the ability to be able to play uh, pre-recorded messages or alerts um, telling people to shelter in place. Uh, or to prepare them for, uh, you know, the, the next steps or, or things that they feel that should be taken at that place, at that point. So the, the one scenario that the sheriff ran us through, so we were, everybody was in the big executive conference room, and one of the deputies left and went into the bathroom 10 steps away, not even, and fired two shots, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, not real shots, but, you know, the yeah. practice shots or yep. whatever. And so he came back in and he said, did anybody hear me? And we said, did we hear you do what? <laughs> so mm -hmm. nobody even heard it. And he wasn't that far away. Exactly. Right. So, 
So does this product help with that? Like to, 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 to catch those sounds? It, it, even? Sure. It's truly a game changer, you know, with this technology, because the fact that you blanket a building uh, with it, including those privacy areas, because a lot of times uh, when we do camera systems and different things, we put them into public areas and, and it's great. But being able to now monitor and be able to put this into areas of privacy, in addition to the areas that are not of privacy, gives you that comprehensive coverage. So we kind of like to look at our device, uh, uh, Halo, as your nose and your ears. So if you look at the five senses, your camera is, you know, is, is kind of your eyes. The Halo sensor in this point is um, nose and smell technically, you know, at that point. So it, it's your, 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 your smell. Uh, as well as your hearing. So it's giving us those two additional senses and really gives you a very different situational awareness um, than just cameras alone. Uh, it really gives you a, a much better uh, exposure to what's actually going on. What What are the biggest problems when, when uh, building owners come to you and buy this product that they're trying to solve? Like what are the, the most typical use cases? Well, the interesting thing, um, we're in the process of doing uh, something called a backnet integration, which basically uh, will tie this into building management systems. So now we can help to man manage energy levels in a building. We have a light sensor in here also that basically tells us light levels and tells us where lights are on in buildings. Um, so this becomes a tool that they use every day uh, to manage their buildings and manage them more efficiently. So if you can imagine taking all the different sensors they currently use to accomplish that and bring this all down to one power over Ethernet device. Um, it, it really is kind of a game changer in the fact that we're able to consolidate all these technologies together and then also um, bring all the new things like that vape detection, the advanced smoke detection. So it truly not only secures a building, but it can help to make it much more efficient as a, as a building. Um, so your company, IP Video Corporation, um, is... Um, also produces this product? Is that the We do. We or? actually uh, developed, we filed a patent on this. Uh, we've been working on it for about four years and it's out in full production at this point. We've had some incredible, incredible success with it. And we've had so many vertical markets contact us aside from the school market, which is the easy, kind of the low hanging fruit of the school market because uh, the vape detection is so critical into the bathrooms. But as people start to realize the additional capabilities of this, uh, everybody wants it. We just received an inquiry uh, recently that they're specking into a project in England for a museum because um, they need to monitor the air quality. This is me measuring pollution levels and air quality in a building. Uh, we recently had a customer of ours that uh, told us uh, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden they were getting some very high readings on the devices. And then as they looked and heard in the news, there was a fire two towns over and just the smoke in the general air from two towns over was registering on their halo units and being able to show them that uh, the air quality wasn't was poor in their building at the time. Very interesting. David, thank you so much for sharing all this interesting information with us. Um, I was joined by David Antar, president of IP Video Corporation. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of our podcast. If you are listening um, on any of the podcast syndication channels, feel free to head over to buildings.com. We have uh, pictures of the product in our product section. Uh, we'll share links again to our active shooter training story and the virtual reality video from that. Um, and thanks again for listening, everyone.